what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk about helping people today and literally enjoying helping people. It can be easy to get caught up in our own world and to convince ourselves that we don't have time to do this or that we already are helping people enough at work, whatever the thought might be. However, this is a huge life principle and such a value add to the world. So I wanted to start with this quote. This is actually from Zig Ziglar. You may be familiar, but the reminder is always helpful. He says this, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Now, I know that You know, he's in the field of self-help, motivation, personal development, all of that. So I will turn this to the word because this is how you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? And a scripture that is definitely in alignment with that quote is John 13, 34, where it says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Okay, and so essentially these two are saying the same thing. When you help enough people get what they want, you then also can have what you want. So in loving others well, you also receive love in greater measure than you can think or imagine. So we're going to break this down in a simple form. But really and truly, if I could preach one message, it would probably be this. Take your mind off yourself and spend your life trying to do as much as possible for others. This is just a brilliant strategy to break off entitlement, to break off selfishness and self-centeredness, to break off murmuring and complaining, to humble yourself, to activate gratitude and appreciation. The benefits are endless, really. But from start to finish, God's word encourages and challenges us to love other people. To love others is the new commandment, quote unquote, that Jesus gives, right? And the example that he set for us throughout his earthly life and ministry If we want to be like him, we need to uh, love others with the same kind of gracious, forgiving, generous, unconditional love that he extends to us. And personally, nothing has changed my life more dramatically than learning how to love people and treat them well, particularly when they're not giving that in return. You learn some of the greatest lessons when you're loving people hard that can't return that huge, okay? And if you only incorporate 
one powerful mindset. I urge you to make it this one. Because I am in Christ, I love people and I enjoy helping them. (laughs) Because I am in Christ, I love people and enjoy helping them. So love is action. Okay, it's not something that we talk about. It's not something that we just think about. It is action. Real love is also much more than just emotion, you know, and butterflies and goosebumps and all the things. It literally is deeper than that. It has to do with the choices we make about the way we treat people and how we treat ourselves, how we treat others. Those are choices. Okay, real love is not theory and it's not talk. It's action. It is action. It's a decision concerning the way we believe in our relationship with others. And real love goes beyond talk or theory and meets needs even when meeting them requires sacrifice. In fact, often it will require sacrifice. Time, energy, emotion, finances, resources. There's you know, sacrifice involved. First John 3, 18 says, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth, right? And it also doesn't say, I'm going to wait for you to love me, then I'm going to love you. Okay. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Would you commit before God sincerely in your heart to do at least one thing for somebody else every day? Think about that. This may sound super simple, but to act on this commitment, you'll have to think about it and do it on purpose. You may even have to move beyond the normal group of people in your life and do things for people to whom you would not normally reach out, including strangers. And many people in the world have never ever had anyone do anything nice for them, and they are desperate for some words or acts of love. So desperate. And when love is the theme of your life, you'll have a life that is worth living. If you truly desire to excel in walking in love, the first step is to fill your mind with kind, loving, unselfish, and generous thoughts. Where do you think you get those? The word of God is a great place to start. Because remember, it is impossible to change your behavior unless you change your mind. Because we get a thought then we start to generate feelings because of that thought, and then we start to behave some kind of way, right? We call it hashtag mood, right? (laughs) You can just feel an energy, an atmosphere, a presence that somebody brings, okay? And you can really, if, if this is something that's a difficult challenge for you, you can start asking God to show you, right, where you can grow in love, and you can start asking him to show you who you can bless and what you can do for them. And you'll soon have a life filled with love and happiness. So caring about people is the greatest thing we can ever do because as human beings, we are selfish in and of ourselves, right? And our thoughts tend to be focused on ourselves, okay? That's why, you know, when we talk about people pleasing or not caring what other people think, usually people are so self-involved that they don't have time to be thinking about you. So you're wasting your time getting caught up in that in the first place. So what, whether we ever speak these words or not, we constantly ask, what about me? What about me? What about me? And this is not the way that God wants us to live. And Jesus 
tells us plainly what we need to do if we want to follow him. It says this in Mark 8, 34, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And the cross here we are to carry is simply one of unselfishness. It's a cross of service and service requires sacrifice. It requires getting out of your own way. But most of us, most of us, even the best of us, if you want to label it that way, concentrate on what we can get in life, but we need to concentrate on what we can give. So instead of thinking about what other people should do for us, we should think aggressively about what we can do for others and then trust God to meet our needs and fulfill our desires. So please notice here, though, that when I say we need to think aggressively about what we can do for others, this is what Galatians 6 10 says, be mindful to be a blessing. To be mindful means to be intentional, to be purposeful and deliberate. And God wants us to think on purpose and to deliberately be a blessing to others. So I encourage you to begin to think on purpose about how you can be a blessing to the people around you. They're not there randomly. It does not have to cost money, although at times it may. It does not always have to take a lot of time, and it does not have to take a lot of energy. Blessing people can be quick and easy, but it won't just happen. You have to do it intentionally. And as you use what you have in the service of God and others, your own needs will always be met. I like to say we get busy about God's business. He takes care of ours, okay? So God puts his love in our hearts when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, okay? But that love needs to flow through us in order to help or be of value to anybody else. It does no good if we hoard it and just keep it to ourselves. That's like going and getting all these degrees, for example, and then never using that knowledge. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense, right? In Genesis 12, 2, God said he would bless Abraham and make him a person who dispensed blessings everywhere he went. This story reminds me of a bottle of hand lotion with a pump on it. When we press the pump, it dispenses lotion. And that's the way we can be with blessings. When people come near us, we can dispense something good and something that will benefit them. So I encourage you to use what you have to meet needs for other people and to have what I call prosperity with a purpose. So don't pray to be prosperous. You can have more and more for yourself, but make certain you use a good portion of what you have to bless others. And I'm not talking about only money here and putting, you know, paying your tithe or putting money in an offering. I'm talking about doing things for people in your daily life, people you work with, people in your family, people you like and people you may not particularly like, people you know and people you don't know, those you think deserve it as well as those you don't think deserve it. This is actually an exciting way to live and it will bless you just as it blesses others. So you really never know what God has in store when he puts something on your heart to do something for someone else. And even when it may not make sense to you or when it seems silly or embarrassing, if he asks you to do or give something, do it. I assure you, he always knows what he's doing. So even when you don't understand, just go ahead and obey. 
And I encourage you to spend some time each morning thinking about what you can do for someone else that day. Again, this does not have to be complicated. The more simple, the better. You can even lie in your bed before you get up and you can just pray, God, who can I bless today? In the evening, you can take a blessing inventory by asking, what did I do today to make somebody else's life better? And as I started learning to bless others, I personally found that I often made plans in the morning to bless people later that day, but then became busy and did not follow through, right? Like that can happen. So taking an evening inventory really can help because then you can see ways where you can improve the next day. But decide to use the blessings in your life to be a blessing to others everywhere you go. You can do this in big ways, such as meeting a great financial need, or in small ways, such as simply being friendly to somebody, right? There are countless ways to be a blessing. And if you think about it creatively, you'll you'll start realizing that. And you can also ask God to help you. The important thing is to simply do it, to be love in action, you know, it, it can be easy to think that a happy life means having everything we want, right? But happiness is often when we forget about ourselves and we start focusing on others and become generous givers. And in order to be generous, we have to do more than simply plunk some change in a charity basket during the holidays or give to the church once a week, right? A lot Uh, of giving is a simple practice about the way we live our everyday lives, right? And I don't want to merely give offerings. I want to be a giver. I want to offer myself every day to be used for whatever God chooses, right? And for this change to take place in my life, I had to change my thinking. I had to think and say thousands of times, right? Like, I love people. I enjoy helping them right? Like I get better and better at this every day. And this mindset will be life changing for you if you put it to work in your life. Again, this does not happen randomly. It happens intentionally. And as you become a generous giver, you will be amazed at how happy you will be and how much you will enjoy life, right? If somebody compliments me on energy, I know that that is not random. That's something that is practiced. That's something that is cultivated. That's a choice that I make every day, right? In contrast, stingy people are usually very unhappy. They do only what they have to do. They look out only for themselves. They don't like to share. And they only give when they feel they must. And then they often do so reluctantly or grudgingly. And these attitudes and actions run contrary to the way God wants wants us to live, right? Because they do not result in blessings for anyone and will actually drain life out of a person. And God himself is a giver. And if we want to be like he is, we need to always go the extra mile and always do more than we have to and always give more than enough and always be generous, okay? So I want to close this episode today by challenging you to to really just evaluate your level of generosity so if needed, you can grow in it, okay? So some things just to challenge yourself with or give you some thoughts to to invite you into this. Number one, how well do you tip? (laughs) So if you were a server, would you want to wait on yourself based on the way you tip? Just a thought. 
Number two, what kinds of gifts do you give? Do you give the cheapest things you can find? Do you buy things just to meet an obligation? Or do you sincerely look for what you believe the recipient would enjoy? Number three, do you freely and frequently encourage and compliment other people? Hmm, interesting. Number four, are you willing to share what you have? Number five, do you hoard possessions or do you give away what you're not using? Number six, when you have opportunities to give to those less fortunate, you give as much as you can or as little as you can. As you develop this mindset that you love people and that you enjoy helping them, you will become an increasingly generous person who shows God's love by helping people in every way possible and experiences the blessings of truly loving others. Your love in action will be multiplied back to you. So I just want to encourage you to think outside of the box when it comes to helping people. Where are you strong at this? Where are you weak? And how can you grow? And this is something that you can take into your journaling or into your quiet time with God to see how this expands and how this opens up even more for you. So I just bless you with this message on today. If you are not subscribed to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast, go ahead and do that now. You can also copy the link to any episode that's been your fave and share it with a friend. But sharing is caring, so make sure that you go ahead and do that. If you would like to get connected further and get plugged in to coaching and different programs that I offer, feel free to check out more information on all of those over at julianapage.com. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.